Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Peace. This is Alex Will arriving back to Earth to say something to the Earthlings, to the physical dwellers, the materialists, to let you know that, yes, man, yes, woman, there is a world beyond this one that you live in. Yeah. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Yeah, baby. So, and I'm here on behalf of my uh, company, uh, the Reality Institute, which can be found at theoreality.org, and I'm going to be typing all this stuff in the chat room so that people will know what I'm getting into and all the events, you know what I'm saying? And I'm definitely uh, advertising and promoting my new page that is on patreon.com slash theoreality. This is the page where you... As, you know, if you're supporting me, if you're doing anything to see me online, to see what I've been doing as far as posting knowledge, uh, giving techniques for magic, giving techniques for spirituality, metaphysics, all of that is going to be displayed on this new Patreon page. And uh, it's basically a platform where um, patrons or donors or uh, supporters can come and give a monthly um, or, you know, they can subscribe to my, my, my page on there. And, you know, the baseline um, subscription is about $3 a month. So for about $3 a month, you get to, you know, show some support, show some love, you know what I mean? Love. I don't get enough of it. <laughs> Everybody want to know what my Achilles heel is. You know, to quote Jay-Z on that song. Um this is a way where you can support all of the all the things that I'm doing. And trust me, I'm doing so much that I need to focus on one thing instead of being scattered. But um, you know, it's just I have so many ideas to put out to bring to, you know, fruition and all that. So I'm like, well, why not? You know what I'm saying? So let me post that in the chat room. Patreon.com slash ethereality. And then you can also find me on my Instagram at AlexWill64, as well as EtherRealist with two R's. So, you know, also my website, you can uh, check um, the page out that I have for um, EtherRealist Radio, which we're doing now. So I'm, I'm just more accustomed now to just doing these pop-up radio shows. Um, nothing fixed at this time because, again, there's so much going on. And then, you know, working with other people, you don't know if they're available or, you know, how they feel about certain things at the time. So it's like you, you got to learn to, like, work around all of that because the messages and the things I have to say, you know what I'm saying, it can't be really scheduled. Sometimes I got to get it out. 
you know, and sometimes I don't have to get it out because, you know, I'm under no obligation to teach or to, to give this information, and no one's under any obligation to listen, you know what I'm saying? So we're, we're here mutually if you're going to be here. So um, today I just wanted to speak on attention span because I, I feel that that is a left-out element when it comes to um, – trying to raise your consciousness or, you know, trying to be more spiritual or magical. I I don't see much people speaking on your attention span. In fact, I'll go as far as to say, like, as far as that I can see, I'm really the only one that has been posting on it or putting it out there. I'm not saying I'm, you know, saying this is for, you know, I don't know if you've been posted. I don't know if if you've found someone that has been really going into the subject of attention span. But, um, again, I haven't seen anybody talk about it. Um, usually in conscious communities, new age communities, magic communities, it's really all about, like, you know, and what it should be about, which is, you know, getting into those books that uh, speak on the information on, you know, raising your consciousness or um, performing magic or raising your spirituality. Like, of course, if it's recorded somewhere in a scroll, you want to open that scroll and be like, okay, this is how we do this, 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 and that. And then also not just with the books, but the actual techniques, practices, and methods in which to do all these things to bring the desired results, you know what I'm saying? And then other than that, you just get all this trivia and, and opinion. And that's what I want to talk about before I even get into attention span is uh, trivia and opinion. Very, very, very often you'll see a lot of people posting a lot of trivia. Um, trivia is just basic information. like, And then in a uh, derogative sense, like trivia is just useless information that people have and they want to spread usually to, you know, make it seem like they're smart or um, like they're knowledgeable and informed. And then it's like, well, you're informed of what? Because I can give you an example about that. Like, there's so much to know, but what is to know when all this information is available in the age of information? You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, somebody got shut at the club last night. That's information. And if I knew that somebody got shot at the club or if I was there when somebody got shot, it would be like, oh, that's something he knows. So then I can then go onto social media and be like, yeah, niggas got shot at the club last night. Like, that's information. I just posted some information that you didn't know. Or, you know what I'm saying, or if you did know, and then it's something you can repost or it's something you can share, something you can um, – inform the people around you at work or wherever your social settings or at home or whatever, the, the, the dudes that you cupcake with or, you know, pillow talk, whatever. Like, this is just trivia because I can't – how can I use that information to, to really raise my consciousness or to do magic? Like, somebody got shot at the club. Like, like how does that help me? You know what I'm saying? Now, do this – they'll multiply that by, like, I don't know, if a person posts like 10 times a day and then it's like, I don't know, like, I don't know, a billion people online. That's a lot of information. 
but the information itself is most of the time it can be unusable. How can I utilize that? I can't use this. This is just trivia. Like, it's useless information. Like, informing me of things that I don't give a damn about. And it ain't going to help me to know that, you know what I'm saying, for example, somebody got shot in the club last night. But then we have this same, like we have this same subject in, like I said, these communities where people gather around certain information, for example, um, ideologies. So, you know, I don't know if you're in the RBGs or uh, Hebrew Israelites, uh, Kemet, Moore. Like, and then they just post, like, trivial information within these sects or these cabals, these circles. You know what I'm saying? Still not really raising your consciousness, but because these people know this stuff, you know what I'm saying, they've read it, it, it makes them look like they're smart, it makes them look like they have information. It's like all this trivia gets posted. And then it's like you, you think you're a news channel because you're reporting on all these different things happening in the world. And it's like it still doesn't make me any more magical. It doesn't make me any more spiritual, and it still doesn't make – it doesn't raise my consciousness. It's just now, okay, I know that this is what's happening over here. This is what's happening over here. And it's good to be informed. You want to be informed, but what do you want to be informed of? Because now it's like you have all these things to be fucking informed of, and it's really just a distraction from the real. Because now they got fake news. They, they, you know what I'm saying? They get complaining about fake news on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like on Twitter, like fake news. <laughs> so you got all these people thinking that they're smart and conscious and, you know, elevated, but you sitting here reposting fake news, thinking that it's something informative that I should know as your friend or follower or whatever. And, again, it's just a distraction from the real deal. So... Then we get into the other side of this, which is the opinion. Now you have people with trivia. Now they give their opinions on the trivia. So we see how opinionated people are. So you, you first, you, first you're going to post this useless information, and then you're going to have this opinion about it. <laughs> and then you're going to sit here and argue and debate with somebody who also is posting trivia and has their opinion about it, which may be in um, direct conflict with your opinion. So now you see this is not really raising any consciousness, this is not helping anybody do any magical work, it's not doing anything for spirituality, it's just ego minds in, in, in battle with each other about how to feel about a certain event or a certain piece of information. So... What what happens is now we get into attention span because now your attention span is only focused on these pieces of irrelevant, non-usable, unutilizable information. So this is where you get that scattered, um, this this scatteredness, this fragmentality that I like to call it, which is a play on the words uh, fragments and um, and mentality. So you get fragmentality. Let me type that up in the chat room here. Fragmentality, where their minds are fragmented because now you get into an attention span. In this, in this microwave age, 
we expect things to happen now. And, again, this is the age of flashing and um, not flashing like pulling your titties out or nothing like that. I'm talking about, like, everything happens in a flash. Like, it's lightning. Like, this is all traits of the age of, 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 you know what I'm saying, Aquarius or the Neon. Like, things are happening at lightning bolt speeds. As soon as I post something, everybody should be able to see it within seconds. You know what I'm saying? If if it pops up on the top of your timeline or news feed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But when your mind is focused on these pieces of trivial information and then you do it for attention sometimes and then you do it just to be in direct conflict with the with the next Instagrammer or Facebooker, you know what I'm saying, or t- Twitter, it's like this is all a distraction. This is all kind of like a low-frequency type of thing. But in in your mind, you can be you thinking that you're conscious. And it's like, no, <laughs> no. How you gonna be conscious when your mind is focused on these these thousands and millions of tidbits of useless information? And not to say that all of it is useless, well, because you can use something out of that. I mean, just going back to uh, the example I made, somebody got shut up the club last night. Like, it may be relevant to you because you may have been there at the club last night or somebody you know was there. So now it's like, well, are you okay? Like, did you get shot? See, now the information becomes relevant because now we're dealing with human lives here. You know what I'm saying? And then if you're a police detective or something like that, you want to know, you know, who who shot who. Because shot who. somebody may have got shot, somebody probably got killed. So now you got to do your detective work to see, you know, who was all there, looking at the shell casings at the crime scene, you know what I'm saying? Who usually comes to these these um gatherings. You know what I'm saying? Now the information becomes relevant because it becomes relevant to the people involved. So not to say that this information is just completely, completely useless, but it's useless to those who are on a a path of going into higher consciousness. I will say that. Because, again, I don't need to be informed of everything that happens on Earth. Why? So I can be attached to to that? Like some some oil spill where some ducks got smothered in oil, (laughs) and now they're washing them with Dove soap, and they make a commercial out of it. Like, (laughs) Like, come on, man. Like, I don't care about that. But like I said, if you want to be a humanitarian, you know what I'm saying, a humanist, you want to be like, that's a damn shame what happened to those ducks. I mean, see, that's why we, we can't be dumping stuff in the water in the ocean. We can't be doing this and that. We got we to gotta protect Mother Earth. And, again, it's like what happens on Earth stays on Earth, player. Thing he said that a few times on that Kendrick Lamar album, which um, I heard got a, a, a one of these prizes. What was it? A Nobel Nobel Peace Prize or a Pulitzer? He got one of those uh, real high achievement awards for that album. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Kendrick for that. But um, these are things that it's like, what does that have to do with your spirituality? That some some geese or some ducks got caught in an oil spill, and, and now their life is in danger. What you want? You want to save 
life. You know what I'm saying? Is that what your spirituality and your magic is all about, is that you want to go save some ducks all the way on the other side of the world that got on this oil? And then you want to say how much of a shame it is giving out this, you know, imbalanced, negative, emotional energy as you post it. So now when I see it on my timeline, you, you it, it almost is like a transfer. It's like your negative, unenlightened emotional energy is now trying to transfer over to me as I look at this and read what you're saying about it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I take breaks from this social media thing because, like, it, it, it's, it was a great idea at the start of it. You know what I'm saying? It was a wonderful idea, great idea. You can connect with your schoolmates, your friends. Y'all can share homework ideas and study and books. And then they started to bring in other people that aren't as collegiate. And now it's like a, a, it's a cesspool now. Before you even get into any content, just a cesspool of negative emotions. Fears, you know what I'm saying, grudgeries, drudgeries, you know what I'm saying, I don't even know those real words. Like, people's, their negative opinions, haters, hater energy, you know what I'm saying, just really low vibrational emotional energy about things happening in the world. And then... You think you're conscious because this is all you're paying attention to. It's like, man, it's a shame these girls are here twerking and showing their vaginas on Facebook like that. It's like you're trying to be a moral, like, disciplinarian or a moralist about that. And it's like, what did you expect? Get to know human nature. Going back to attention span, know your human nature. Because a lot of people are out here operating like an uh, automaton. They're, 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 they're out here operating like Android robots. So don't be surprised if one day you have to share space with one <laughs> as a new race of machines and shit. So, like, come on, man. This was the logical next step. If you want to talk about logic and reasoning, like, you have people that's already acting like drones, acting like robots, acting, you know what I'm saying, based on reaction, it's like the next step is these robots. Are these androids? Because that will complete the fucking stepping from going from a free-willed human or free-willed god into a controlled automaton. Like you see the, the stages you have to get through to get to this end result, which is a transhumanism thing of this automaton that you can control and it reacts to everything and it's in its own form of slavery. So this is what I'm saying about attention span. Like this is a a subject that people don't get into because they think consciousness is all about this book information, this book knowledge, your history, the politics around you. It's like, no, man, that's secondary to your attention span. Your attention span is what is important when it comes to the concept of gnosis, which is, forms the, um, you know, the basic um, the foundation of Gnosticism, which is, which is, to be, which is considered the, um, the esoteric, um, the hidden part of Christianity is the, is the Gnosticism. So the word in that is gnosis, the base word is gnosis. 
And gnosis is to know. It's not to gather information, which, again, it could be some trivia. <laughs> like, which celebrity is on drugs right now? Or, you know what I'm saying, how did, how, how did they perform at last night's um, TV event or whatever? And there's levels to this because now it's like we, when we get into African-centered consciousness and African-based spirituality and stuff like that, it's like this is where they trick you. You think you're advancing just because you're making some sort of statement about blacks in society. It's like this shit was going to happen. Get to know your human nature. Get to know, have gnosis. You go from nescience to gnosis. Nescience means not knowing or not having gnosis. It's the same as ignorance, but ignorance can be simply stated as, okay, I didn't know niggas got shot at the club last night. I didn't know that, so I was ignorant of that, so that would be a form of ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Nescience, I would say, is a little bit more distinct. Nescience is not having gnosis, not having awareness of your true self as, you know what I'm saying, supreme being. Like you have nescience. And this is where you can relate nescience to, you know, trances and hypnosis because you're under this sleep that you don't know who you truly are. You just think you're this human being that uh, has likes and dislikes and, you know, is going through this these motions of the earth and doing all this shit under the colonization rule, you know? That's the nescience party. And I'm telling you to go towards gnosis through the way of your attention span. See, attention span, in this age, and this is what I was going to, uh, before I went off on a tangent, attention span, um, they usually go by it, they, they usually measure it by time, like, how long is the human, the average human being's attention span nowadays? And a lot of studies have shown that it's between about eight and nine seconds. Like you can hold, like the average person can hold their attention to something for eight or nine seconds before they get distracted by something else. Like it's hard for them to hold their attention. And then they compare attention span to animals like a goldfish and a squirrel. And we know, like, goldfish has, um, is notorious for having the, one of the shortest attention spans in the animal kingdom, right? So they compared us to a fucking goldfish and said the goldfish is damn near beating us as far as how long it can pay attention to something. And then they made light of that type of thing in the movie, um, the Finding Nemo movie with the bluefish, the dory fish. Like, she couldn't hold her attention for long periods of time, like she would easily forget and like get distracted. And this whole thing also deals with this whole concept of ADD and ADHD, which, you know, say attention, attention deficit disorder and uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, whatever the hell that is, you know what I'm saying? And then they talk about how kids mostly, you know what I'm saying, it, 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 it's all kids, but, you know, sometimes they like to focus on black kids and say, you know, they have this ADD so they they can then give them drugs, you know, prescription drugs for it, you know, trying to drug out children before they even know how to spell the damn word. Um, 
uh, attention span is going to be low in, a, in an age like this. Why? Because this is a microwave type of society. This is a society now where everything is happening on the instant. You know what I'm saying? Everything is happening now, now, right now. I need it right now. There's, there, like back in the days, you would wait for your meal to be fixed. Now you pop it in for a minute and it's done. It's stuff like that that is kind of conditioning us in this so-called developed society to have this short attention span. But what I saw as I started to, or witnessed as I started to, you know, build up my consciousness and be more aware and come into gnosis is that your attention span is directly related to your spirituality. Directly. In fact, even more so than this information that you remember and that you uh, recall within your own, you know, mind. It's your attention span that has to do with gnosis. Because then it's like, I'm, I'm asking you right now as you sit or stand or wherever you are as you listen to this, what are you aware of in real time? What are you aware of? Not not what you can remember. Because you can remember anything. I know people that have great memories. They can remember stuff like it was yesterday. And then there's people that, you know, it's hard for them to remember, you know what I'm saying, remember, excuse me, remember anything. And these are usually, you know, the dudes that's, or the people that just smoke a lot of marijuana, smoke a lot of weed. They have a hard time remembering things. Not to discriminate, because, you know, in this day and age, uh, a pothead can have political rights, like a, you know, homosexual can. You know, they can do it like that. So no offense to either homosexuals or potheads, but you you know how your memory is, my pothead friend. You you know what your memory is like. So I'm so I'm asking all of you, what are you aware of right now, right now, like without remembering anything? What are you aware of? What is your eyes showing you? What is your ears listening to? What can you smell in the air? Because now we get into sense perception how expansive or how narrow that is. And sometimes you ain't even got to, before you even get into spirituality and how this connects to attention span, just look at, just go back in the animal kingdom. Like your dog. Your dog has a more acute sense of smell than you. And if you're a man, they say that a woman has a more acute sense of smell than that man. So what exactly, you know, what is the dog able to smell? What is the dog able to sense right there on the spot? I mean, they can track uh, a scent for miles, you know what I'm saying? They can track that scent, but we can't track that scent. If we were to track that scent, we would really need to use some sort of technology. And this is how we think we're advanced because we can develop technology in order to catch up with something as natural as a dog's sense of smell. How advanced is that? It looks like that's backwards. Like the dog is more advanced than us in that area. So how are we advanced if we have to create this artificial technology to be able to smell anything or, you know, pick up the odors of anything like that? But then with spirituality, that's another thing. With gnosis, is like you could develop all five of your senses and make them super or make them, you know, ESP, extra um, sensory perception. You can do that with um, practice and study and unlocking hidden abilities within you. 
And that's where gnosis comes in. But what are you aware of as we sit here? Like, are you aware of energy frequencies beyond physicality? Because look at the visible electromagnetic spectrum. We're only, we can only see, like a regular human eye, we can only see things from red to violet and everything in between. And then if it's infrared, we can't see any of that with our naked eye. And then if it's ultraviolet, we can't see any of that either with our naked eye. We would need technology or some sort of um, enhancer for our eyes to be able to see that. So look, even if you got some thermal goggles on, it's like you can see heat. You can see um, resonances of heat. That's something that they that you see, like if you watch the movie Predator, like that's how the predators are able to, you know, sense things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can sense. They could have these things where they can sense heat. Is that something you can do? Are you aware of what's the heat levels of every object around you or every person around you right now? This connects to your spirituality because in your human state, you're not able to see any of it. Your mind blocks it out. Now, your subconscious may be able to catch up on it, but what about your conscious ego? You, you wouldn't be. You're not, your ego is not there to do that. It blocks out most of all of that. And then you, we get into um, people that can see spirits or they can see auras, like people's auras. You know what I'm saying? Like you can see the color of somebody's aura and be like, oh, this person is angry as fuck. <laughs> or this person is very depressed. They need to, uh, you know what I'm saying, go outside with their shoes off and step on the grass if it doesn't snow suddenly. I don't know the weather. Yeah, that's another subject, but... <laughs> Yeah, it was just snowing where I'm at, and then it went to 68 degrees, and then 34. It's like, what the fuck is going on with the weather, yo? The weather is bipolar out here. Like, she's just very bipolar. <laughs> but anyway, I'm asking you, like, what are you uh, experientially aware of right now? Because, again, as you rise in consciousness, your attention span allows you to be aware of these things that you're not normally aware of as a human being. And right there, that's a true testament of having gone into a higher consciousness. Now, how can you do that? How would you even want to focus on that if all you're focused on is this trivial fact information? Let's just say, like, okay, if something's a fact, it's a fact. It's true, okay. But how, how how does it rise your consciousness? How does it raise your consciousness? How does it make you more spiritual? How does it help you develop your magic now that you know this this random fact? <laughs> and then that's where people stop, where it's like, okay, this cute this computer is made out of a falling um polymeriorioride. You know what I'm saying? I'm just making up words. Polymotecularide. You know, developed in the nineteen nineties and, you know, developed by Johnny Kramer and at university such and such. <laughs> and his team of scientists, they made this fine polymer to now use in certain laptops for heat resistance and 
da 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 And it's like, okay, that's factual. You sound smart saying that. You got all the right uh, syllabic words, multi-syllabic words, you know what I'm saying? It sounds smart. It, it sounds intellectual like a mom. Like, well, God damn, maybe check out the big brain on him. <laughs> you smart motherfucker. But it's like, where is that? How? What does that have to do with like real consciousness, though? I don't see where that has to do with anything. So now, if you have all this information, now will it help with any other things? Of course, you can impress people with it. You're like, oh, Alex, you're so smart. You knew that this computer was made out of polymolecular tide by John Kramer at University such and such at this date. And it's heat resistant, and it you know it it lasts longer than the regular plastic. You're a smart motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That I, I could probably make money doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like if I was like, hmm, it's made out of this type of plastic, so let me develop even more powerful and more uh, equal, more better or better plastic for this computer. And then get the information on how to patent it and then sell it on the market to all the computer companies and I'll be back. So, yeah, it works that way. You can use information that way. Of course, you want to. And for anybody that's out there um, spreading financial knowledge, like, yeah, learning about wills and trusts and, you know, investing here and getting your credit score up and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's useful information. You can use that. People can use it to, you know, um, straighten out their finances, you know, teach them how to invest instead of just, you know, spending their money and being a, you know, a mindless consumer. But again, how does this information help you become more conscious or spiritual? It doesn't. <clears throat> it really doesn't, unless, of course, you're comparing it to something inside of you. Like, for example, you want to talk about money. Money is a form of energy. It's a currency. So you have energy within you that you exert in order to make things happen. This is what magic is all about, actually. You know what I'm saying? Like using your energy to produce a certain effect. I mean, that's a baseline thing before you get into anything more advanced than that. But, yeah, it's like you're, you're using your living energy to make something manifest, you know, by making it manifest before you. You know, that's that's some magic, you know. And then you have to make exchanges. Like, for your time as you work at a job, if you get $13 an hour, you exert a certain level of energy per in that time. Like, whether it's picking up um, pallets or using a pallet jack, putting boxes here, um, being a receptionist there, uh being a factory worker, taking calls or whatever, you exert that amount of energy. And in exchange, you get this monetary currency every hour. You do this for about 80 hours every two weeks, and you get a check. <clears throat> or if you're on salary, whatever you do for the company or whatever, or whatever, corporation, you get a set salary each month. So it's an exchange, you know what I'm saying? Now, what are you aware of as far as energy, though? Can you feel energies? 
Because what if there was, you know, a spirit walking up behind you? Could you do you feel it? Because the, the, you know, humans are going to their instant reaction to that is, well, that's some that's hoax. That is that's a hoax. Like there's no such thing as paranormal activity. There's no such thing as ghosts or spirits or nothing like that. And it's like, well. If you are one of those humans that don't have a expanded attention span to even know if there's anything beyond the physical, I mean, why were we listening to you? It's like you're a you're a creature on land trying to tell me as a creature in the water how to water it. <laughs> like you have no access to it. You know what I'm saying? You you have no access to this deep water. How are you gonna tell me about deep water and you're not even in it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like I said, attention span is something that you would probably want to get into. You want to really have the gnosis. And there are techniques for that. And I do have my uh consultations where I do teach on this thing, on this stuff. There's certain meditations you can do. You know what I'm saying? There's certain um spiritual entities you could call out to for help with this. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of people, they, they will get into the occult or get into magic or, you know, the material things or or physical circumstances to be in their favor. For example, you want to win a court case or you want this money to come to you, you want to get a certain person out of your life or you want to attract certain people into your life. Like these are all physical applications of this magic or this science. And I'm not, I don't have a moral compass about it. Like, you do what you want to do. You're God. <laughs> you are God. Titan in the flesh. Supreme being. <laughs> Supreme being. Let me type that up because that's the next topic on this shit. Supreme being when it comes to, like, your attention span. But what I'm saying is, where where's the the driving the magic to be like okay I want to um, get into a new frequency of being when you get into a new occurrence and this is something I've been really um, up on is about currents undercurrents overcurrents like are you aware of certain currents. Like, and I, I just sat here and asked you, like, what are you aware of right now? Are you aware of certain spiritual currents right now? Or what about the um, what about the idea of, of psychometry? Psychometry is where you can touch an object and know instantly its history or its future or whatever just by touching the object. Like, if I'm, if I'm touching these glasses that, you know, I just took off, like, who, just by touching it, I can get the information on who who made the glasses. Or not even with that example, what about it's something that uh, you found on the ground somewhere, like a, uh, I don't know, a bag of money. And just by touching the bag of money, you instantly get these psychic receptions of or psychic visions of who the money belongs to, who left it there? Why is it here now? You know what I'm saying? That's psychometry. But I reckon with your attention span, you can just simply bring this uh, bag of money into your view 
without even having to touch it, and you'll be able to, to have all this information automatically in your mind in a flash. You'll be like, okay, just by looking at it, I know who left it there. Not just by some deductive reasoning, like some detective reason, like, oh, okay, some drug dealer left it out here or it was just a, a bag of money based on some crime. No, I'm talking about detailed information, like who was the name of the person that left it there? Why did this person leave it there? What were the circumstances leading up to it being left there? And this coming at you in a flash because of the psychic ability you have. That's why I'm focused on attention span because the greater, um, as your attention span expands, what does it unlock within you? Because, again, the currents. As a human being in your current ego state, there are currents all around you that you have no fucking idea that they're there. I know this through intuition and haven't tapped into it. So, again, don't be the land animal telling the sea dweller what's in the sea and you haven't even been there to see it yourself. (laughs) So there are currents, spiritual currents, that you could tap into. Because, again, the ego is the part of your psyche that is blocking out a lot of sensory information based on your conditioning. Because people will think conditioning just stops at, you know, um, how you were raised or if you had a traumatic experience sexually or you've been abused or you've seen someone get ran over. You've seen, like, these things in your environment that caused you to have these conditionings or, like, society is telling you that, you know, you should chase them. Like, these are surface-level conditionings, even though they go deeper than your psyche. But even deeper than that are conditionings as far as how you perceive your world. So, again, if you you come into this earth, you come incarnated having come out of the spiritual realm, having come out of the primordial waters, having come out of that chaos and then come to earth, you still have those spiritual connections. You still having these spiritual experiences, but what society does, what your family does, what your mom, father, or guardians do is that they try, whether this is, most of the time it's just them being them in their own conditioning, is conditioning you to be physical. Conditioning you to be physical, where now you can only perceive things in a physical Um, conception, and then you start to lose your ability to see things beyond the physical 3D or 4D dimension. So now what is happening is that they're narrowing your attention span. Your attention span is shrinking. But what grows in its place is all of these conditionings, all of these programmings of the physical dimension or of the environment that you live in or the schooling that you're now taking on as you go to public school, even private school. You see what I'm saying? So when it comes to attention span, if you're trying to expand it, 
that's what this is. That's the avenue to go is knowing what programming you're under that make that blocks you out of certain spiritual currents. Because <clears throat> again, there's people in this world that can see auras. They can see what color your auras is. They can see holes in your auras, which you know what I'm saying indicate that you may start to develop something um, detrimental to you within your reality. I mean, it could be something in your body, for example, you might develop a disease or an injury might happen to you, or it can be something along the lines of an event, a negative event is about to happen to you. It could be seen in your aura before it actually happens on earth. And this is why that's my job as a metaphysician is to help people understand the spiritual causes behind your physical effects here on earth, be it something happening in your body, on your body, in your relationships, in your workplace, as you socialize with people, your family, you know what I'm saying, your finances, like it all goes back to your aura. It all goes back to your soul. That's where it started. Another name for that is your bioenergy, your bioenergenetic blueprint. You can say that as well. By studying bioenergetics, because <clears throat> a lot of people, well, I gonna, I'm not going to say a lot of people. What I'm going to say is the general consensus on this that has been in effect for centuries is that everything is physical and mechanical. So, because of these mechanical workings, for example, in your body, so 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 called mechanical workings, it causes the energy. Where now in this time we've been coming to under, we're coming into the understanding as we rise our consciousness is that it's the energy causing the physical me- mechanism. So it's the energy blueprint behind the physical construct that's causing everything in this physical construct. That's why I say in some of the posts I've made is that there is no such thing as causation or causality in the physical realm. Nothing physical causes any other thing physical. Nothing physical causes anything spiritual. Everything spiritual causes everything physical. And this this is something you become aware of as your attention span grows. So imagine me, if I have like a expanded attention span, you come at me with your short attention span and try to tell me something. doesn't make sense. Again, it's you being a land dweller trying to tell me what's going on in the sea, and I'm a sea dweller. <laughs> How are you going to tell me? Like, there's not even an argument. I don't have to, there's nothing to argue with about. It's silly of me to get in an argument with you about something like this. I can give you another um, example. Let's say we all know the statement of the elephant being in the room, like someone's ignoring the elephant in the room. Okay, I can see the elephant. Let's say I can see the elephant in the room, right? And then my my friend next to me, he can see the elephant in the room. And the girl standing behind us, she can see the elephant in the room. So we all have our views about what this elephant is how big it is, how gray it is, if it's loud or whatever. But let's say it's you that can't see the elephant. 
<laughs> so why would we get in an argument with you? Why would our conversation, why would I have a conversation with you about the elephant that you clearly is, cannot see? <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. It's like if you want a higher wavelength than other people, it's like why are you coming down off of your wavelength to interact with them in that sense, like trying to have arguments with them about what things are and what things aren't? doesn't make sense. Who cares? Who cares? Their attention span doesn't even allow them to see certain things. So an argument between them or a debate between them is pointless. They can't even see what you see. <laughs> can't smell what you smell. Cannot detect what you can detect. <clears throat> so that's why I threw the towel in the debating game very early. I was like, man, I throw in the towel, man. I ain't arguing with y'all. About what? Trivial facts that ain't advancing anyone anywhere. <laughs> it may advance the people that or YouTube providing a platform because they get paid for the views <laughs> on YouTube with this, you know, back and forth about which ideology is the best and who is more of a, who's more deeper, who's a fake one in their ideology, who's the real one. Come on, man. <laughs> How's that advancing you spiritually? How? That's some low vibrational shit with an arc on it. I see a lot of people wearing arts nowadays. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Hey, you would get upset with somebody and say, why are you wearing a Christian cross, man? You need to be wearing an arc. You know, Haru. You know what I'm saying? Haru. You know what I mean? Like, you need to be wearing an eye of Haru, dog. Why are you wearing a cross? Why are you wearing a Jesus piece? <laughs> and then they'd be like, no, nah, you need to go watch that movie Zeitgeist. Where they tell you that, nah, Jesus, he wasn't the first one because they had Haru and Mithras and Dionysus. They had all these, Jesus, these Christ figures behind before they had a white-haired, blue-eyed Jesus. Come on, man. That's, that's, that's some more negative. That's, I ain't going to say negative. It's low vibrational. But it's necessary because you do have people that still believe in Jesus, and they, that's what they think. So that's a stepping stone. But the issue there is that this is where these people get trapped at. They don't go beyond that level of consciousness. It's just, you know, trying to reveal things about the history of Jesus and how he wasn't this and he, he didn't exist and all of that. It's like that doesn't make you spiritual, though, my, my friend. And then this is all they post about. This is all they want to talk about. So, and again, this is how attention span is, and it's all over this conversation because this is all they pay attention to. But the attention span is is focused on that. So look how narrow that is. Look how narrow their attention span is. Because that's all they focus on. And that's why I'm saying, what about the techniques and the methodologies to get yourself more attentive to these currents that you probably can't see, smell, taste, or touch physically right now? But once you start to develop the techniques, 
Now these things become revealed. That's what I'm all about because now you're not even just revealing things information-wise or, you know, gnosis-wise. You're also in activating certain dormant abilities within you, like psychic ability. This is a real thing. This isn't paranormal. This isn't fake. This is real. Phone fell. This is real stuff. <laughs> the Claire's. I like to call them the Claire's. Let me type that up in the chat room. The Claire's. Hold on. The Claire's. You know the Claire's. You don't know the Claire's. You don't know them. I know them. Clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience, clairolfaction, where you're talking about your nose, your some, you know, sense of smell. You know what I'm saying? These extra super senses where now you can smell things just as if a dog can smell them. I remember I was watching a movie, uh, what was the movie? Uh, Hannibal, because I like the Hannibal series, you know what I'm saying? Eloquent killer. <laughs> but anyway, there's a scene in Hannibal where uh, Hannibal Lecter has sent a letter to Clarice, and, you know, she's the FBI agent, and she, as soon as she gets it, she automatically drops it because she doesn't want to contaminate it because she wants the tracking. So she takes the letter and the envelope to these professional smellers, you know what I'm saying, and they're picking the letter up with tweezers and, you know, shaking it across their nose and trying to smell different scents and see if they can locate where the scent is, you know what I'm saying? Like people have developed their sense of smell where they can smell these blended smells, these odors. Or even something something you might relate to in Wolverine or X-Men, right? He has that acute sense of smell. He he, he lets you know, like in this, this whatever storyline you're dealing with, whether it be movies or TV or comic books, is that he each person has a sense of, like a certain odor to them, a, a unique sense of smell to them. How I smell is not going to be how you smell. Hope you took your, took your ass a shower. You know what I'm saying? Washed your, uh, your JJ, got up under your nuts and your underpit. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? You have that sense of smell where it's like each person is getting off a certain scent that isn't going to be the same as another person. It's just, it's, matter of fact, it's as unique as your fingerprints. No two fingerprints are the same from one person to the next one. You see what I'm saying? Now, now I want to get into when I, I type this uh, statement in the chat room, um, supreme being, because this is something I often posted about is looking at this word human being, and human being is, I don't know why they say human being, because you don't call a fish a fish being or a dog, a dog being, you know what I'm saying, or a lizard, lizard being. Look at all those lizard beings over there. Look at all those dog beings over there. Look at all those 
eagle beings at the zoo, <laughs> gorilla beings, panther beings. Like, why are we sitting here calling each other human beings? Really? <laughs> but what I'm I'm looking at this term differently because I think, well, for what I can gather, that it's the human that is making putting a limitation on their being because the being is trying to be human, but the being is beyond human. I'm soul in the flesh. I'm soul using this flesh as a vehicle here in the physical, not a human being. (laughs) That ain't my true identity, dog. Cat, worm, fish, (laughs) human. That ain't me. Now, this is a concept that you wouldn't grasp if, you know what I'm saying, you didn't really get into your spirituality and know that your identity also is changes as you get into your spirituality. Like your concept of identity goes through a shift, which, it, which because we're coming into this new age, every all of that is going to shift. The paradigm is going to shift, all of that. You see what I'm saying? Like, look at all this LGBTQIA, elemental P, however many other letters they go put it with the acronym. Like, it's a shift in identity. There's people that have their identity founded on their sexual orientation or their um, sexual um, transformation from, from one gender to the next. They have their whole identity wrapped around that. You know what I'm saying? They like their whole identity <laughs> to the point where they think they may even think that they are a different being than someone that's just, you know, if they're a woman, they want dick, and if, they, if it's a man, you just want pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like where the only difference is if you're a man, you like dick, and if you're a woman, you like pussy. Like, what makes you any different as far as your conditionings or your hypnosis? Like, you're still a, consume, a consumer. You still got that public schooling all, you know what I'm saying, constructed in your mind. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, you're not aware of any type of spiritual current. And this ain't everybody. This is just the general populace. Like, you know, you, it doesn't make you advanced because, you know, you have this, orientation sexually. It doesn't make you advance. We're talking about consciousness and spirituality. Now, what you may find as you um, get more spiritual and more conscious is that the gender thing doesn't really um, hold as it would hold in the physical dimension. Yeah, but how many of these people are spiritual? These are all political affiliations. Like, I may, if, you know what I'm saying, I may politically affiliate with you know, if I'm black and I'm pro-black, I might politically affiliate myself with the uh, Panthers or um, RBG, African, you know, or if I want to go another route, I may say I'm, I'm a more a Moabite. I went to Moorish Temple of Science or whatever you want to say it, or I'm a Kemite, I'm Egyptian or whatever. You know what I'm saying? These are things I identify within this human construct. But I'm talking about expanding your attention span to go beyond all of these constructs. 
because that's the trick of the demiurge. If we're getting back to gnosis and Gnosticism, is that the demiurge is going to give you anything to keep you attached to the earth realm. So you thinking that, oh, you you different or you unique because you have switched your identity to this construct here on earth. It's like it just, you haven't gotten anywhere. You know what I'm saying? What makes you really different if I'm saying I identify as black and you identify as more? It doesn't really make a difference spiritually. It makes a difference politically, maybe. You know what I'm saying? It definitely may make a difference politically because there may be merit to the fact that you shouldn't be calling yourself black because it may identify you as um, dead in the eyes of the law here in America or uh, more specifically uh, United States Corporation if you want to take it to that concept. But that doesn't make a difference spiritually, though. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't make a difference spiritually. Because that soul is like, that's chaos. So you can be anything you want to be, actually. The trick is not to, not to attach yourself to it, though. Because a lot of people attach themselves to this identity that they have to the point where this is what happens when you die and you reincarnate because you're attached to some earth construct. <clears throat> and that's why I'm getting back to the demiurge. If I was a demiurge and I wanted to trap all these souls here in this physical dimension, not might to just give you one thing to attach to. That's, that's stupid. I'm about to give you the illusion of variety. I'm about to give you variety. It's like, hey, you don't have to identify as black. Here, come be a more. You don't want more? Say no more. Come be a committing. You don't like that? That's too, you know what I'm saying, in the past. Become the Hebrew Israelite. Like now I just trapped you in thinking that all I did was change your cage. So if I was a leopard and I'm in a zoo, I may be tricked into freedom because they, all they did was transfer me maybe to a, a, a bigger habitat within the zoo. Since I was in this little-ass cage going back, pacing back and forth, now they put me in this area of the zoo where... I can jump in this little pool of water, and I can jump up on this rock. I can scratch this tree, but I'm still imprisoned within the zoo for everybody to see me and taunt me and try to feed me and tempting me to try to get out of the cage and bite their leg off or something. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But this all goes back to attention span because you have to be aware of what you're attached to. Being aware of what you're attached to, being aware of what you're conscious of, being aware of your behavioral patterns. Ooh, that's another untouched thing. Well, I guess people are starting to notice it now, like how, you know, you could be identified as one of these ideologies here, but you still have the behavior of someone who you would not consider to be conscious, like just a regular Christian person that still watches reality TV and, you know, eats McDonald's and stuff like that, you think you're better than them just because you have chosen this other identity. And, again, it's still on the same damn plane of existence. 
You just chose an alternative within. You just chose strawberry while they're still on vanilla. You choose a new flavor like, I don't know, um, coffee bean ice cream. And you think you're better because you like coffee bean rather than vanilla. <laughs> so, again, being aware of your conditioning, like, what, what about your behavior? Why hasn't your attention span expanded enough to know the fucking impetus or the motivations behind your behavior? Like, why are you motivated to be superior to other people? That's something about attention span. Why are you motivated, you know what I'm saying, to think that you have to save the ducks that got the oil, that got trapped in the oil spill? <laughs> or why haven't you noticed in your behaviors that you don't like to get close to people in the relationships? Like, you always play this cold wall with people. You always put up that cold wall. Where, where does that come from? Because a lot of people don't even notice that they do these things. They don't even be noticing their own behavioral patterns. I've talked about this, like hypnosis, like trance tracking. What trances are you under? How are you going to call yourself woke and you have not even, you don't even know the trances and programming that you're under? You see what I'm saying? Like if you hate men, it's like, have you even explored that? Like, have you even, like, done any type of methods or techniques to even trace where that even comes from? Like, what parent has you thinking? Not even thinking. This this even goes beyond just your conscious ego thinking. This shit goes into... It goes into automated behavior. This is why I said earlier in the show, or, you know, say earlier when I started this call, the show that, you know... Yeah, I lost my train of thought. See, thinking, all this thinking. <laughs> you think too much. That's a, that's the thing. It's like when it comes to consciousness, people think too much. They're always trying to get you to think, brother, think. Sister, you got to think about it. I'm trying to get you to think. I'm not trying to get you to think. Like those, those days are done for me. I'm not trying to get you to think. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get you to know. I'm trying to get you to be aware. <laughs> Or you or cause you to want to, not even cause, try to show you how you can be aware or promote awareness and trying to be aware. Because this thinking thing is like this is the intellectuals on the line with all these facts, with all these this trivia, these useless information, you know what I'm saying? Just thinking all day. <laughs> That's what's weighing people down, thoughts. You want to keep thinking about something. You know what I'm saying? Thinking you're the best, thinking you are better than other people, thinking that you're going to get over. (laughs) All these thoughts and don't even know anything. You just have thoughts, mundane, four-dimensional thoughts. (laughs) They haven't gone beyond those things. Be aware of something called a schema. A schema is 
And just look at the word schema. This is where you get the whole word schematic from. We know what a schematic is. It's like a layout or a blueprint or a construct of, you know, a building or some sort of plan or, you know what I'm saying, some sort of scheme. That's where you get scheme from, schematic. So a schema is a construct in your mind that dictates how you process information. Somebody alerted me to this when I was um, on Instagram when I, I posted about schemas, and they said that when they were dealing with computers, there's something called a schema where when you punch in information into the computer, the computer automatically um, categorizes the information. Like it, it processes, it puts this piece of information there, it puts it there, puts it whatever it needs to be. That's the same thing happening with our human mind or ego. It's a schematic, and it categorizes every sense perception you get from your experiences. So the schema is placing information in your conscious mind as well as blocking other information out of your conscious mind, and it gets into your subconscious. So if you don't even know, you're not even aware of your own schemas going on, so you have schemas that are operating in your ego mind as well as schemas ha operating in the background. So you may have a schema in operation in your mind right now that's keeping you from seeing certain spiritual currents or a schema where you behave in a way that goes up against your own nature. Like if, for example, if you're naturally a person that likes to be outside, then you may have this schema that has been programmed into you where now you just dwell in, in the house all day and be depressed and thinking about the ducks that got uh, trapped in the oil spill somewhere in uh, Indonesia or something like that. <laughs> or you may have that schema where, like I said, and this is what a lot of people – I see is going on is that they have this in the conscious community, there's a schema of, you know, thinking that they are some sort of superior being just because they have changed their names and all of, you know, say all of that. And then they have this harsh attitude towards those that we wouldn't consider to know. I mean, getting into gnosis and what I have been able to reveal is that it really kind of boils down to two choices, man. You you got two choices when you're here. You, you got two choices. It's either you're going to stay asleep or you're going to wake your ass up. Because when you sleep, there's all types of fucking fantasies, all types of dreams that can be constructed to keep you asleep. You know what I'm saying? All types of dreams. All types of schemas, schematics that can keep you asleep. And this is from these schematics that this is how we behave. You see what I'm saying? So you have just a this general set of behaviors that they've been programmed into you to keep you asleep. So the only way out of the schema is choosing to be awake. Because if not, you're just going to go along the lines of your schema or along the lines of your mental blueprint, and you don't really venture out of them. You know what I'm saying? 
if you're choosing to be awake, this is where you start to notice the schema. Like, oh, shit, I I wasn't realizing. First of all, I didn't even realize I was behaving this way. Secondly, now I'm aware of where the behaviors come from. Like, where in my childhood, where this shit happened? Where now I'm still replaying this damn event from my childhood in my adult life. (laughs) I'm aware of the energy impetus or the energy, um, what's the word I'm trying to find? Trigger. I'm aware of the trigger that gets me like that. I I, I can feel when the trigger is rising up in my body for me to start to behave this way. I know where it's come from. It's coming from this this chakra or, you know what I'm saying, this part of my body or this part of my neck, you know what I'm saying? Or these events happen to trigger this damn schema. And that now my whole life is all based on this these outer events that are here to trigger parts of me so that they can come to the surface. Like this is shit that you start to know when you start to expand your attention span. You would never know this shit if all you did all day was sit here and be focused on these trivial facts. And don't fall into the the trick of just because you read it, now you think you know it. Or that you heard it from me, now now you think you've advanced. Or that you heard it from your favorite speaker on YouTube or your favorite lecturer that now you somehow know it. You're aware of what was said, and what was said sounded hot. It sounded advanced. It may have sounded like something that, you know, makes me sound like I'm advanced spiritually or smart and have been smarter now. But again, you got to get your attention span expanded because then you won't have to worry about nobody telling you anything. You automatically intuit it. You go from automatically being reactionary to automatically being intuitive. How about that? <laughs> For real, how about it? Like, do do you are you aware of that? Because this is where the revelations come from. Because I look at the attention span as the the ultimate symbol of your attention span is the sun. So what does the sun do when it's dark out? As soon as the sun rises, everything is visible now. What was was once in the darkness is now visible. That's what the sun is doing, right? So your attention span is that sun. This is when this is the content of your soul, this conscious energy. And then I had a post uh, one time when I was on Instagram, and it was about excessive energy externalization. Let me type that up. External energy external. Hold on, no, no, no. <laughs> Excessive energy externalization. E E E triple E. That's what humanity suffers from. 
E-E-E, excessive energy externalization through their attention. Mm-hmm. This is where the attachment comes from. Because this is where we're going to get into some spiritual knowledge. Everybody knows about the Kundalini. Everybody knows they're about the snake coiled three and a half times around the space of your spine. It's at the lowest um, chakra in your root chakra. And it's, you know I mean, known to be sleeping there. And then part of Kundalini yoga and Kundalini meditation is all about arousing that coiled serpent and getting the serpent to move up your chakras until it comes out to hit your first eye, your third eye, or your crown. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows that. That's trivial information. It's good to know. And if you're going to be on the spiritual path, it's something you want to know, something you want to study, books you want to read, like Aguri Kundalini, and read that. It's a good book on it by Robert Svoboda, or that's how you say his name, Svoboda or something like that. It's a good thing, good book to read on that. It's countless books on Kundalini. The buzzword in the new age in consciousness. You know what I'm saying? So many books on Kundalini. So many websites, articles, PDFs. Get 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 good at it. Take a dive. But the reason I'm bringing it up is it's an energy source. It's your living energy source. You want to call it Kundalini, Serpent Fire, um, the, the Divine Feminine. Lilith, yeah, so many different names. So this is what people are doing, though. And this is how the, your Kundalini and all that relates to the Whore of Babylon and all of that. Because we keep using this energy to power the physical dimension, to keep this bitch running. The whole matrix thing about us being a battery and being a grown, not birthed, being grown, harvested, and being used as a heat battery to power the matrix, that is a literal representation of what's going on here in this physical dimension. We, in the humanity, trapped in a humanity, this is what humans do. We are excessively externalizing our living energy to keep this thing powered. So, again, if I were, this was Gnosticism, I'm the Demiurge, you know what I'm saying? I'm using soul's energy as batteries to power this dream world called Earth, this plane of reality called Earth, and I'm using souls trapped in bodies as batteries to power it. Now, to keep the battery in you know what I'm saying, place so that it could keep charging up this reality, I got to do something to distract these humans and keep them asleep so that as the Demiurge, I can keep using their energy, keep using their soul, keep using their prana, their chi, ki, whatever you want to call it. I have to come up with ways to keep them attached. So this is where the devil in the details comes. This whole thing about the devil is in the details. They're talking about the Demiurge. Because what the Demiurge does is it creates these separations, these fragments. There goes that word again, fragmentality. All these fragments and pieces and details to keep you focused 
on how separate everything is without knowing how everything is actually one. Because if you came to that realization, it was like you would no longer be in some sort of fragmentation anymore. You know what I'm saying? And then that's where you wake up from the matrix and be like, nigga, you was using me as a battery. Shame on you. <laughs> you beach-ass nigga. Demiurge. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, when you get into Gnosticism, this is the ultimate enemy. This is the adversary. <laughs> Motherfucker that's keeping you human, keeping you in a human attentiveness where you're not even noticeable of your ancestors around you at all times. <laughs> You're not even aware of the abilities or things that are lodged within you that are waiting to be activated. Because your attention, this is why I say humanity is a degree of attention, man. It's a degree of awareness. Because once you go beyond humanity, that's when you, I know that the awareness of where you're, what you're on is going beyond humanity. people that sit here saying I'm a spiritual being or a soul having a human experience or a physical physical experience, well, it's like, well, how long are you going to be doing that? (laughs) How long are you going to be doing that? Because, again, you're probably excessively putting your energy into what's happening on the news, things on Facebook, things in the world, things at your job. Like you just excessively giving out your attentive energy to everything. And by the end of the day, you are pooped. You are tired. You are fatigued. As if the job you worked on didn't even do as much as that. Now your whole energy is given to everything outside of yourself. Well, I'm here to say, brother, sisters, break, make that loop. Make a loop. The loop I would have you make is take some of that energy and then redirect it back into yourself. That's how you make your soul grow. Just let your soul grow. Soul grow. (laughs) That's how you do it. That whole legend about the mustard seed, like what do you think they're talking about? The mustard seed is your soul. And no, it does not grow most of the time with human beings because they're focusing their energy outside of themselves to power this 4D matrix. (laughs) So what if you took that energy and redirected it back into yourself? Hmm. Imagine what would grow. Imagine what would expand. Imagine what would be unlocked. That's why the distraction business, play is a trillion-dollar business, to distract you from yourself, to keep your attention as small as possible and narrowly focused on the world events. This is why politics is a joke. All you have to know is that you're in the system of colonization and that's all you need to know. Like, you, you want to learn politics, learn them. But you, the focus that you have, your emotional, 
attentive, energetic focus on it, this is how you lose. Literally, you're losing energy, powering them. You empower the Trump. You you power all of them with your attention. Now, this is not to say that if a threat comes knocking at your door that you're supposed to just say, well, yeah, I, if I don't pay attention to it, it'll go away. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Because in that sense, you would want to take physical action and do what you do to protect yourself. You're not here to just be in harm's way, in danger's way, and let danger and harm happen to you. What I'm saying is you lessen their power by stop giving the energy to them. You know what I'm saying? Your attention span is the key to all of this. So what books have you read about attention span? What what things have you read up on about your own attention? You know what I'm saying? What books have I read about attention span? Because these are all revelations coming out through the soul itself. And me putting it to human words for other humans or people to understand that or operating on that level or to understand it. Now, there is one book, and this was one of the first books I even um, copped as I got into consciousness. Like, it was the first book I ever touched when it comes to uh, consciousness. Uh, Osho, Rajneesh, <laughs> Bhagwan Rajneesh. The whole time I had that book, like like the first, I don't know, I think the first year having that book, I never knew this dude's name was Bhagwan, or he used to be called Bhagwan Rajneesh. I just called him Osho. And then I would see that if you went to YouTube, you type that Osho, and then he would be sitting there like all the other Indian gurus and, you know, spitting his wisdom. So that's one of the first books I bought is Osho. The book is called Awareness. And which is funny that I brought him up is that he there's actually a um, – a, um, kind of like a docu-series on um, Netflix right now about uh, Osho. Very interesting. Um, I only watched the first episode. I plan to watch the whole thing. But that goes to show you, you know what I'm saying, how people become monsters of what they were supposed to be, how they become um and I don't want to talk too much about this because I'm trying to wrap this up, but how what started out as a good idea turned into a fucking a motherfucking disaster. <laughs> you need to watch that if you want to know about this whole thing of these spiritual gurus and how far they go with what they know. Because, again, this is a book that helped me expand my consciousness and got me into attention span. And then it's kind of disheartening to see how the writer of this book or who supposedly the writer of this book, you see him go into this decline. You know what I'm saying? Buying all these rules, voices. And again, it's your money, nigga. Use it how you need it. You know, it's your money. But then it's like all these 
trying to kill people and trying to do all these shady things. Had like a, almost like a cult, like Jim Jones or something like that, David Koresh or something. It's like, wow. <laughs> like it started out hot and then it just, it fell over. And this is how the spirit works. Ether works. It'll use anybody and everything. And if you start trying to take it somewhere it isn't going to be, it'll leave you. You know what I'm saying? The spirit will use it will use anything and everybody. I don't care if you think they're immoral or moral, whatever. It goes beyond your morality. The spirit does. It'll use any and everything to make its purposes, for its own purposes. You know what I'm saying? So I come before you now speaking all this. Who knows what could happen in 10 years? Who knows? Hopefully nothing to the detriment of myself or anybody else like that, but that's how spirit works in mysterious ways. (laughs) Beyond Christianity and all of that, like spirit will use anybody and everything, anybody, anything, everybody, everything to do its will. But, yeah, read that book, Awareness, because that will get you into what I'm talking about as far as attention span. Because all the other books we'll sit here and just talk about, like get into the analysis of the worlds beyond this one and, you know, all that other stuff. I'm talking about attention itself, like expanding your attention span and learning not to put your energy into things that do not belong or at least is a detrimental to you, like having energy investment strategies, as I like to call them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just had to make a show about this today because that's a missing element to this spiritual thing that a lot of these new agers and conscious community peoples and all that, they just bypass that part of it. They don't really understand that part of it. They don't get into it. They didn't hardly talk about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I, 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 I'm just like, how has nobody even really talked about this? When it's the key component of Gnosis, if you're talking about Gnosis, especially if you're talking about Gnosis. So... I'm going to just go ahead and wrap this up, my people. Hopefully you have enjoyed what I had to say. And, um, you know, look look, look for me on patreon.com slash ethereality. Every subscription counts. Everyone, it counts. Catch me at Instagram, etherrealist and alexwill64. And you can go directly to my um Ethereality Institute website at ethereality.org. So expand your attention. Get your your attention up. (laughs) Because you will unlock things. I'm telling you. You will unlock things when you do that. Some people are locked down because of their attention span. It's not even greater than a goldfish. Here's a practice. Look at something for as long as possible. 
Matter of fact, you can do this as a meditation. Get you a candle, uh, the biggest candle you can find, and light the candle and look at the flame for as long as possible. See how long you can hold your attention on the flame because that's going to help you as far as attention span is concerned too. Like being able to focus on an object long, as long as possible. That'll help you expand because the flame is um, significant of your pineal gland on fire. So that's a way to, you know, give the intention in your mind or in your soul that you're ready to have your attention expanded. So peace out, and hopefully you will stick around for more that I have in store and get to the core of more. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.